Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I have been thinking all evening about how to best say this. Now, back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly on King of OX. That's America. America. Yeah. You did some research about our former president, Jimmy Carter? Well, uh, PJ did. And uh, I speculated that he was, what did I say, 96 years old? Yeah. And how old is he, PJ? He's 97. When when was his birthday? Uh-huh. Yeah. So he was 96 until just a few days ago. Yeah. Yeah. So you did it. Yeah, I was close. I well was done. There. I was there. Impressive. Thank you. Thank you very much. I don't know if you know this, but Hail to the Chief really came popular for our presidents during the Eisenhower administration. Uh, yeah. Are you familiar with that? I heard that somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Take that one to the bank, big mm-hmm, boy. Mm-hmm. Got my hair cut this week. Yeah? Love it. Yeah. There's no better feeling than when you get your hair cut. It's hard to tell. Um, really? Yeah. It's hard to tell when you get your hair cut. <laughs> How often do you cut your hair? Every three weeks. Yeah. Go in there to the Great Clips right there in town and country, and mm-hmm. uh, might be Sarah, might be Gail, might be Jenny, and they say, still going with the number one? I said, that's me, number one. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> I get out the number one. and What do they charge you? Uh, well, I get the senior citizen discount. <laughs> so it's uh, 15 bucks. $15? Yeah, yeah. And you get a number one. Get the number one. And, and then uh, they do the eyebrows, which is very important. Right. Because you don't want to have shrubs. I don't have there. any of that trouble. And then they, whatever's going on in the ear, they take care of that. No, I don't have that and, trouble either. Oh, yeah, you do. No, I don't. You don't have ear hair? I got, I've had like one or two in my entire life. Oh, yeah, it's coming, buddy. And all the eyebrows have never been a problem for yeah, me. Yeah, well, it's coming. It's coming. Really? Yeah. They just start growing all of a sudden? Yeah. And, and what it, makes your body suddenly start growing eyebrow hair? Well, it's a it's a it's a chemical thing. And so you you know, you got the you got the pH uh, you know, stuff and then the vitamin B goes on and then you know, pretty soon the hair's coming out there and uh, so you got to have them trim up the eyebrows. But don't you feel like don't you feel lighter and cleaner when you get your hair cut? I've never felt better. Yeah. Yeah. I have a guy who comes to my house except I, if it's cold outside, yeah. When you walk out of the Great Clips and you don't have any hair, uh huh, you're you're pretty cold. Well, I would imagine that's yeah. not an issue for me. Right. I uh, during COVID met a guy named Josh uh, through my sister. Yeah. And Josh comes to my house now and cuts my hair. Josh I comes changed to your it. house. Yeah, he comes to my house. Yeah, I think there's a whole bunch of people he cuts their hair. Yeah. In their houses because yeah. of COVID. Huh. 
And I think the business models just stayed alive for him, and it kind of works for me. We just got on my back porch there, and 20 minutes later, I what feel... What happens to the hair? Well, it all falls on the ground, and then I usually sweep it up with a sweep, you know, like a... Uh, a dirt uh, devil. Well, no, I do it with an old-fashioned broom. broom. Oh, and uh, and and what do you what do you sweep into with a broom? You sweep uh, into the dustpan. The dustpan, dust yeah. yeah. And then I just throw it away. Huh. And then sometimes, you know, if they, there'll be a couple of because I got I've got a lot of hair. You do. So I'll I'll even pull out the vacuum cleaner and just right yeah. there on the back. Yeah. You know, vacuum you, it up. You got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, there. yeah. But let me just tell you, there's no better feeling. I feel lighter. Uh-huh. Feel like you lose weight yeah. and you feel cleaner. 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 And I, it made me start to realize that I wish I could cut my own hair. Yeah. Because I love the feeling of my hair being cut yeah. so much yeah. that I'd like to cut it some more. Yeah. And if we didn't have a TV show, yeah, I would cut my own hair I because could cut my hair. I, well, how, I don't understand why you don't. I think you'd probably just like 15 minutes of mindless talk with somebody for to go and pay for that. Four minutes. Four minutes yeah. of mindless talk for <laughs> yeah. 15 bucks. Yeah. That's like your therapy. Yeah. Because I think I could cut your hair for you. Uh, no, thanks. The, who cut your hair during COVID? Um, Georgianne. And she, so she's decided that now that COVID's over, no, you mean, should go back to getting it, your hair cut. I mean, it's so cold outside. And, I mean, you, you know, you got the great clips out there, and you you want to support local business. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Well, I just wish I could cut my own hair. Because if I could cut my own hair, I'd have this feeling far more often. I went in, I went in there Friday. Mm-hmm. And some mom had two kids in there. Yeah. Hair everywhere. Right. I mean, I mean, it was it was like a hair festival. Yeah, like cousin it. I mean, it, it was just <laughs> hair going in every. It's like PJ over here, and and they're and they're cutting the hair, chop chop chop. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm looking at the watch, you know, because mine takes four minutes. Right. And don't um, you feel like you're getting hosed? Fifteen dollars for four minutes. Well, yeah, but it's the whole experience, you know. They they. You know, they, they do they uh, pull out the powder and uh, powder your neck? They, they do. What's the purpose of that? Well, you got the neck, and so you know. What, you, what's you, the purpose of the powder? Well, you put the powder on the neck. Why? Well, because what that does, Michael, is you got the follicles there, uh-huh. and uh, they've just shaved the hair out no. of those follicles, yeah, I, and, and um, you put the powder on there, and it kind of you know moistens no. every loosens everything up and, and gives you a, a refreshing. Because even Josh brings feeling. the powder, and I don't know yeah. why we have the powder. I don't. Know what the powder does? What's well, for the neck? Well, I get that's what they do with yeah, it, but yeah. why? Well, it, 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 okay. So if the concept is to get all the little loose hairs that yeah. come from cutting off, why use the powder? They could just use the brush and brush you off. Yeah, but, but the, instead, all of them use a powder. Yeah, and nobody really knows why we get the powder. Well, because it, that's what that's what removes the hair and, and the follicle. It has to do with it, the follicles. It would have nothing to do with removing the hair. Of course it does. I, I just, John, I, I love you, and I love that you try to be an expert on everything. Yeah. You, no. I think that it may have something to do with smell or the way it feels on your skin, but I don't think it has any application other than... Nobody, they just do it. Nobody, nobody knows why they do it. Nobody is sniffing. Well, one person is sniffing the back of my neck. And, yeah. Uh, and well, and, and Gus the dog. Well, you haven't met uh, the president but, yet. But, Apparently, he likes to <laughs> he likes to sniff on people's necks, yeah, he does. doesn't he? Yeah. But but the but the powder is it's stabilizing. It's it's like a pH balance kind of thing. So that's what it's all about. That's what it's all it's, about. It has nothing to do with the follicles. Well, no, now the follicles to... and the pH and the follicles. That's uh-huh. what that's what it has to do with. Uh huh. Yeah. Would, would you say you're almost eighty percent white, 
Seventy percent white uh, hair. I'm talking about my uh, hair. Yeah. Uh, well, it's uh, it's turning gray, and um, you know, beginning to go through that process. Yeah. I'm. I asked my guy the other day. I said, "What color am I?" Like he uh-huh. said, like, "You're gray," and I I said, "Well, no kidding." Yeah. I said, but how far away from solid white are am I? Yeah. Because my mother and yeah, some of my sisters have beautiful yeah, solid I mean, white some dark hair. Dark stuff going on. No, I just uh, he says uh, he says I'm probably only seventy percent uh, to white. Huh. You know, huh. it's just uh, it's it is what it is. It is. I would like it to go solid white though. Well, it's on its way, especially it, at a younger age. Yeah. I'd like to have nice. White hair at a younger well, that age. That you can't do, but uh, but you're going to get there. I can assure you. I know something that'll youthen us up. Yes. Let's talk to Braxton Payne after this Ooh. on KMOX. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey there. Welcome back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. We go to the celebrity guest line where we're joined by... Our regular, he'll be back here with me all week, all day next week. All night. He's Braxton Payne. How are you, Brax? Good. It's going to be hard to follow that poop commercial that I just heard. <laughs> so uh, we'll, we'll do our very best. So, somehow, Braxton, I think you'll figure it Was out. Was that the poop fix commercial? It, it was. Yeah, oh, sure I hate was. those. 
<laughs> it's just a disgusting thought. Well, I mean, you know, when you got to go. I went to the doctor the other day yeah. for my annual physical. Oh. And he gave me a box yeah. to take home to do exactly that in, and then to mail it. And you know what I did? You got to mail your poop? Yeah, I yeah, threw it away. Never. I didn't do it. Yeah. I, I'm not doing that. I've never That's, heard of such a thing. It was a nasty thought. You I just mail said your to, poop. Yeah, and I'm sure I'm going to hear from What's the nurse. What's it like a like a carryout box from a restaurant? Essentially, yeah. yeah. And then and I'm thinking these poor mailmen and everybody in between that has to touch yeah, this. Yeah, but nobody. this is how they check that stuff now. I thought you're supposed to like bring it in. Uh, carry it into the. Office, what are you, you know? a dog? You're gonna go out in your backyard and well, yeah, poop in a bag yeah, and well, bring you it got in. The plastic bag out there, and you, you, you bring it into the doctor, <laughs> and then they do what they do with it. You ever had to poop in a box and mail it in, Brax? Uh, no, not since I was a, a young child. It wasn't a box per se, but yeah, we 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 had to do that as kids when you got sick and stuff. So so, so tonight, um, you always join us here at nine fifteen. Could have gone all day without talking. You were well. He was the one who brought up the commercial. <laughs> Way You're to go, the one Brax. That brought up the box. Well, I was just telling I mean, you what get, happened to the me. The commercial is one thing. The box is something entirely different. It's a disgusting thing. It's, it's not a good. it's a process that makes no yeah, sense to you, me. Michael. And and the doctor will not be getting to examine my uh, whatever matter. AM eleven twenty will be fine in about two minutes. And Braxton, um, so you uh, are a volleyball coach. Most people may not realize that. Tell us who you've coached for. Big time. Yeah, so I'm an assistant coach at uh, Fontbon University, the men's program there. And you're an alumni of Fontbon. I am. Graduated in uh, 2013, I think. We'll oh, go with on, that. Bryce. I think that's that's close enough. And you uh, volleyball players from Fontbon have a real strong uh, fraternity amongst yourselves, don't you? Yeah, so, I mean, they're a good group of, as I like like to say, I call them kids. They're a good group of kids. There's, I don't know, 18 of them. Um, you know, ranging from freshmen, so they're ranging from 18 years old to we have we have super duper seniors because of COVID. They got two extra years of eligibility, so they're oh. in their sixth year now of uh, playing volleyball. So, so what's the mascot of Fontbon? Are they the Fontbon Griffins? The Griffins? What? Yes, we are the Griffins. They're the we Griffins. Are a mystical creature. Yes, we are Griffin. a mystical creature. What is a Griffin? It's a mystical creature. That's yeah, it's uh, kind of like a billiken. Nobody really yeah. knows. Or Gorlock from Webster, you know. So we're all kind of in that same mystical family. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. How's the team doing this year? Uh, they're they're really good. Uh, we're ranked in the top twenty in the country. In the country, uh, yes. Um, they are playing pretty well right now. They have a game Wednesday against uh, a Division One team in Maryville University, right down the road on forty. Um, and they're in conference play right now, and the season wraps up about the first weekend in April. Are they Division so Three? Whole another month. We are Division Three, yes. yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, they, they break a lot of fingers playing volleyball, you know, because like men's volleyball looks like rough, man. Those well, guys just I mean, slam the ball constantly. Yeah, but you got to, you know, you got to have the. But I know, bet I bet you they break a lot of fingers. Do the guys break a lot no, of fingers they don't playing break that their game? Fingers? No, I mean. It is a very physical sport, which people I don't think really realize. I mean, uh, men's volleyball is very physical. Um, if their form is right, uh, they, they shouldn't be breaking any fingers. We had, you know, somebody jam their finger today, Joe. Um, but, you know, the, one of the things there is if his form is right, you're usually pretty good each time. Well, and you're using the meat of your of your hand, right, when you're spiking that thing? Yeah, so yeah. Um, in the volleyball community, we don't call it a spike, actually, believe it or not. We, we, it's just a <laughs> normal we hit. Just a hit. It's yeah. just a plain hit. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, you 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 use the you know the as John would say the meat of your hand. Yeah, yeah, you make a make a little fist there and bam, you hit the ball. No, you know, it's open hand, just like you would you oh. know like catch a catch your baseball. It's oh. open hand. and and there's guys who specialize in hitting the balls, and there's guys who specialize in in setting the ball, right? Yeah, so it's it's kind of different than what you would see in like your normal rec leagues, right? You know, when you just kind of rotate through and everyone plays every position. Yeah. Um, it's, it's very strategic in the fact that everyone kind of has a set position, just like any other sport, football, you know, lacrosse, the ba- basketball, and, you know, you ru- you go through those rotations, but what you do is essentially you stay, you know, as soon as the ball is served, you can move to go whatever to position you want to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And what was your specialty? Were you a hitter or were you a setter? Um, I kind of played a little bit of everything when I played there, but uh, mainly a setter. Um, and I kind of I kind of coach alongside. You know, we have a couple different assistant coaches with different specialties, and I uh, you know I focus on the setters. I remember you know in, in my high school, oh, this uh, ought to be good. Our guy uh, Jim O'Malley was this before color? Yeah, no, Jim O'Malley. <laughs> uh, we called it. We called him the. Uh, we called him the Irish setter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, are you the guy that wears a different color jersey than everybody else on the team? No, oh. so that's called the the libero, which uh, is essentially a defensive specialist. So they can only play in the back row. So they can, as John would say, spike the ball, or they can't hit the ball yeah. um, in certain positions. So they only do the passing. Yeah, that's the, the uh, that's yep. a, that's a Romero. Out and there. why do they put him in a different color shirt than everybody else on the team? Because uh, he has special designations that he can't do. So it's easy for. The officials to uh, actually spot the Romero. Yeah. What what he can do. Yeah. <laughs> so the the sad reality is is that my guy he he wouldn't make it in a, a volleyball game if we were to play what? with Hancock. No, if we were to have a recreational oh, game, buddy. you're gonna have a hard time playing. Oh, let's be clear. You know, I don't like to talk. Oh, this ought to be good. Uh, but back in the day, you know, you you got that ball right there by the mm-hmm. net. Mm-hmm. Bam. Uh, you could hit it with the meat of your hand. You with the meat of my hand. It's, it's down on the floor, and that's a point. Now, or, that was back in the days when you guys didn't have uniforms. You just played shirts and skins, right? We didn't have shirts, Michael. You didn't have shirts. And, uh, <laughs> you know, that ball's up there, and it's floating up there. Bam! And, uh, yeah, I mean, you know. But <clears throat> what, like to, one way like we did get it. old John Hancock to do some physical activity, Braxton, is something you got me hooked on, which is called the Oculus. The worst. Yeah, and we've talked about this before, but this is put out by Facebook, and um, it's it's like goggles that you wear that put you into a virtual reality yeah, I'm, situation. I'm, I'm pretty sure this is from the devil, and you can play golf, which is what you got me hooked on, Braxton. And this past week on Friday, we had the old guy here with the goggles on yeah. in the middle of the office yeah. l- looking. Quite dapper, right? I was honestly terrified when he was trying to chip the ball because, you know, like you don't really have to lean down that far. And, you know, his back, I was just well, concerned he was going to throw out his back. The club, it was like it was like I was six years old and you got the little tiny clubs that you, you know. Right. Uh, but I guess apparently if you stand up, the club magically gets longer. Yeah. And, and this is all this virtual reality game. John, what did you think of it? It's pretty engrossing, isn't it? It's from the devil. Why, why do you say that? Uh, well, it, it's not real. You're you're out there, and the, you got the trees and the grass. But you felt real, like you felt like you were yes. with the trees and the grass. Yes, and I kept hitting that darn wall. Yeah, and and, and you love the the sound of it. I mean, that you can actually hear the birds chirping and the, the wind blowing yeah. when you're on it. It, it did. Mean, it it does. does. It did make a very sweet sound when I 
struck the. I uh, mean, the Fompon kids. When I was on one of the road trips with them, I tried it on for the first time, and I did what Mike did, bought it within two seconds because I knew that this was definitely the future of hanging out with people. And you know, it's so realistic. I mean, you can go and do a bunch of different things with it. I've really only gotten into the golf right now. I'm not great at it. Yeah. But with practice, I'm I'm, I'm going to get there for sure. Well, I got a I got a twelve, I think, on my par four hole. Yeah, yeah. So they have these <laughs> games like golf or table tennis. They don't have snooker. I've been looking what? for a snooker game, but I would imagine it's coming because there's a billiards game that's coming it's from the devil. But Braxton, because because people may be like thinking about checking these things out at home, and I highly encourage it. Do you? It is really cool. And I went on to this YouTube uh, app that they have on there. Where this guy was climbing a mountain, and I felt like I was climbing the mountain. Climbing with him. a mountain, and you could look up and look down and look all around. Ooh. And it really is. Ooh. It almost causes your knees to buckle a bit, doesn't it, Brax? Oh, definitely. And I mean, the thing is, it's like it's it, this the sound. It's so um, deprecating. You know, you don't really realize that there's anything else around you, whether in your you know upstairs in your office or downstairs in your living room, wherever you're at. You really fully emerged in whatever you're you're viewing or doing so when you're like up on those mountains or you're golfing or whatever you you feel it and sometimes you forget where you're at and totally. it's just fully emerged with not only the sound but the you know you can't see anything else around you well, besides what you're viewing in the screen do you not get vertigo when you you're climbing a mountain you look down and it's like yeah well you get scared if, yeah, you, so if you're scared do. of heights so, there's a roller coaster ride, no. a roller coaster app, and what oh, really? they do at the beginning of the roller coaster app is they have this little tunnel that they make you do, and so it see you know it makes you focus on a dot, and then it you know at the end it's like hey how nauseous were you because what happens is if you get I've gotten nauseous you have to take it off real quick yeah, because from, you're going moving too fast from the devil. It's really unbelievable. Now, they have some workout games on there as well, oh. and I was thinking of checking those out because like I thought my jacks. mom might like this, Braxton. I mean, it the could be because you can actually get physical activity in a really confined small space. Huh. Yeah, and w- one of the things I think they did really well with it is that they figured out that, you know, obviously it's geared towards a younger generation that are more tech-savvy, but it's so user-friendly once you get used to it. Just like anything else, just like it took a while for a lot of people. Um, I don't want to say John's age because that's not fair. A little <laughs> older than John to get used to the iPhone. Um, but once they got used to it, I mean, we all know that our parents text and, you know, grandma and grandpa text and everything. Now it, it, they made it really user friendly. Hmm. It's, it's spectacular. I highly recommend it. Well, I'm going to be a grandpa soon. So yeah, uh, you could go play Oculus with your little one, big uh, guy. Yeah, we get her on the uh, out there so, on the golf course. So Braxton, um, next week John Hancock's not going to be here, but the other John Hancock and you are going to join me. And I'm wondering which one of you is going to play the role of John Hancock Senior, which is just to repeat about every third word they hear. No, I don't set repeat. the ball. I don't repeat over every- the net. I don't repeat. Me to the hand. Me to the hand. I do not repeat every third word you say. Sometimes you repeat everything I say. I don't repeat everything you say. Well, I, I mean, I think genetics are pretty strong in that family, so I, I don't think we're going to have uh, any any real doubt of what we're doing. I am going on a little little trip this next weekend, so we, we'll be able to talk about that. Where are you going? Where are you going? Town. I am going to uh, Oxford, um, Ohio, uh-huh. to Miami University to see a cousin of ours, and we're going to hang out with him. It's his senior year there, so we figured we would do the whole 
visit a college kid thing and nice. you know we'll what? see how that goes. Well, you know, Oxford, prayer group yeah, you probably know. join a prayer group while you're up there oh, <laughs> definitely Oxford join. Oxford the you first... might run into Eric Greitens if you're at Oxford <laughs> uh, I might run into Eric Greitens any anywhere but Missouri that's for sure <laughs> that's Braxton Payne he'll be my co-host next week thanks, thanks so much for joining us Brax thanks guys talk to you guys soon we will talk Cardinal baseball, Major League Baseball, strikes, There's lockouts. There's going to be baseball. There's going to be baseball. After this on Camo X. Now, back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. I love it at night. On King of OX. So I love Cardinal fans, right? Uh, the negotiations for Major League Baseball are taking place at the Cardinals Stadium in Jupiter, Florida. Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium. And Bob Nightingale, the reporter for the USA Today, Great just guy. tweeted out a photo an hour or so ago with uh, there must be 50 people all standing outside the gate watching the owners and the players yeah. go back and forth. And there's Cardinal hats everywhere. Yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah. Yeah, you know, not many other teams uh, are like that. But uh, it also happens to be their home. Mr. DeWitt hosting the negotiations. Uh, representatives uh, have spent 12 hours in negotiations, John. You suddenly went from being these guys are so silly to optimistic that they may get something done. Well, I was listening to Chris Ranji here on KMOX, and he certainly seems to think that the, they're at the precipice of a deal. And common sense would tell you that they need to be at the precipice of a deal because if you go and start canceling baseball games in the baseball season, you're taking a fan base that has been through COVID, has found a multiplicitous ways of entertaining themselves separate and apart from baseball. Remember, just two years ago, we went through a 60-game season. Right. And you're putting your sport in great jeopardy of losing its fan base. And, of course, if you lose your fan base then there's no revenue. And if there's no revenue, then the players don't make any money. And if the players don't make money, nobody, no talented athlete desires to go into that sport. And pretty soon you've decimated the product. And so, yeah, I mean, I think, I think that there's a real risk that baseball and this game of chicken that the players and the owners are playing there's a real well, let's risk be clear. The owners gonna... have locked the players out. Yeah, yeah. The no, players I, are not on strike. 90% of this is on the owners. Yeah, and I just wonder, if you're the owners, why don't you say, all right, we're making progress, we're not going to lose opening day, and we're unlocking you, get in here and start practicing, and we're going to finish this up over the next couple of days. Because I think the ultimate goal is to keep from having to yeah. drop a game or two at the beginning of the season. Yeah, no, I, I don't think the players will go for that because they want a deal in place. And remember, the last two collective bargaining agreements, the, the players have kind of gotten screwed. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, they're not going to be screwed this time. And I think they are resolved in that, and, and properly so. Well, and while baseball's meaning new competition, like you said, there's new sports, new ways to be entertained. There's also new revenue that's coming into baseball uh, from betting, yep, from streaming services. Uh, I think someday, you know, right now we buy packages to watch our television through a cable provider, right? right. I think mm-hmm. it's Valley Sports Valley here. Sports. In San- yep. I think someday, in in the very near future. You're going to be buying your Cardinal package directly from the Cardinals to watch the Cardinal baseball games. That's probably right. Yeah. And, um, you know, when, when <laughs> I'm old enough to remember when 
Of course, they didn't have that many games on when I was younger. Right. Channel uh, 5 had them and then 11 had them for a while. And you'd have 20 games a year on Uh television. Then the game of the week on Saturday when you get who you got there. Right. And and when they when they went to the um, cable package where they're broadcasting all the games, that was a big leap because people the the big debate then was will you pay for television? Yeah, right. And you know are you are you willing to pay for television? And pe- and most people said no. Right. You know I'm not going to pay for. Te- are you kidding me? Pay Free. for television just comes over the air. Yeah, and uh, well that. Changed obviously, and, and, uh, <laughs> oh, suckers we are. Yeah, and now we're not just paying for access on the cable. We're paying. We got all these. We got the haiku out there, and all this other yeah, stuff. Yeah, the, the streaming services. Yeah. There's tons of them. Is there not? Yeah, yeah. And the Cardinals will have one uh, likely, and that's where we're going to get the ball games. Um, well, it will be interesting to see what comes of it. It doesn't appear as though this evening they're going to get something done, but there's no indication that they're not. Uh, wait a minute. Uh, uh, breaking news number eight. They're in. They've started an eighth session. So breaking news. Well, they're still going uh, down in Jupiter. They could go long into the night. I mean, the the, the well, they need to fix this. They need yeah. to get this done. And well, they need to maybe, be able to have at least what four weeks of spring training. Yeah, and and they yes, and they maybe they've recognized that now's the time to get this done. And if so, that's a great great thing. Let me find the mouse. Where's the mouse here over here? There it is. Let's you got go. a mouse in here? Yes, let's go to Jim. Jim, you're on KMOX. How are we doing tonight? We're doing well, Jim. You know, when I was stationed in California, you're talking about the game of the week, and Bobby Euchre was announcing a Dodgers-Brewers uh, game. Yeah. And uh, he gets up there, and, you know, the Dodgers used to always push their guys to be the rookie of the year. Every year they had the rookie of the year. Oh, yeah, and Steve Sachs. Steve was up Sachs, to, yeah. Was, was, he was playing second base for him, and yeah. um, Bob Euchre says uh, – Oh, it's a ground ball with Steve Sachs, a man that can turn a routine ground ball into a four-base adventure. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> you know, he, he got the yips. And, you yeah, know, yeah. when he came up, and he was the rookie of the year and a, a good ball player, he didn't – that problem developed after he was in the league for a year or two or three. And yeah, then he had he had the Ricky Inkiel syndrome. Yeah. It, crazy how that works, isn't it? It is. Yeah, well, Jim, thanks for your call. Appreciate you listening, and uh, thanks for calling in. Okay, have a good night. You too, sir. I wonder who people are blaming right now for the struggle inside of baseball. Do you think most people are blaming the owners, oh, yeah. or do you think yeah. most people are yeah. blaming yeah. the players? Typically, Rob, people side with the owners in past negotiations. Yeah, not so this year. And, and Rob Manfred, the commissioner of baseball, who earlier today said that the owners were prepared to forego the first month of the season. Mm-hmm. And um, but for Vladimir Putin, he would be the most unpopular person on the planet <laughs> right now. Uh, he, he's very fortunate for Putin because. Uh, but, but Rob Manfred, and you look at his tenure as commissioner, it's been horrible. I mean, he's he's really been a bad commissioner. Of Explain sports. why. Well, it's it's everything. It's uh, this bastardized playoff system we've got now. And now we're going to the universal DH. Yeah, you you had the you had the sixty game season during COVID, and um, you know it's just not been a very good uh, history for him. And replacing uh, re- uh, who was the guy from Milwaukee, Bud Selig, Bud Selig, yeah, the owner, yeah. right? Yeah. 
Hey, uh, speaking of Jupiter, Florida, being the center of the baseball world, one of the other biggest stories that come out of baseball uh, today, Derek Jeter, who the Cardinals yeah. share their uh, spring training facility with the Miami Marlins, announced today that he's he leaving. is dropping his ownership. He had about a 4% ownership stake, and he's giving up his role as president of the team uh, four years into uh, into this um, and it doesn't appear as though that it's a, a happy party. No, I think there was a really uh, fundamental difference of opinion between Jeter, who who wants to compete. He's a competitor. He wants to compete. And that team is not competing. And so I, I think after four years, and you and I, we've seen him down there. You know, oh, he, yeah. He was sitting there in, in spring training and watching over the Marlins. Handsome fellow. Trying to, trying to build a ball club. And it was never given the tools to do so, and they they developed these players, Giancarlo or Mike Stanton, whatever his name, right, Giancarlo right. Stanton, uh, Christian Yelich, Marcelo Zuna. I mean, they had those three outfielders. They had all three of them at one time in right. that outfield, all gone. Uh-huh. And they've just not. But that happened under him, right? Yes, but with a plan to to build, and they've uh-huh. just not done that, and. Uh, they continue to kind of wallow, and uh, that's a that's a ball club that's got a really woeful fan base there in uh, in Florida, and nobody goes to games, right? Uh, yeah, and that's the same problem Tampa Bay has. Yeah, uh, nobody will go to the games down there. It sounds like the same problem the LA Rams have, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think Tampa Bay will have a franchise in ten years. Well, wasn't uh, one of the Canadian teams or uh, cities trying to steal their franchise Montreal. or split it? Yeah, Montreal, uh, who yeah. lost the Expos back in 2005. Well, and, and the Expos are now the Washington Nationals. Nationals yeah. And, uh, you know, it, which that's really a shame because uh, the Expos had a really great history. They never won. And the one year they were really good, 1981, was a baseball strike year. Right. And so they won. They had the best record in baseball and didn't make the playoffs. Is that the team Gary Carter came out yeah, of? Yeah, Gary Carter, Randy Johnson. I mean, they, they, they had the big, did they have the, the home run hitter from the New York Yankees that was in the twilight of his career? Uh, Reggie Jackson? Mr. October, yeah. Um, I don't think so. No, no. I don't think they had Reggie. But they had really good ball. Tim Raines, uh-huh. the base dealer, was on that team. And, and they had some really fine ball players. And they just never could break through. I think if the Expos would have won or gotten to a World Series, they would have never left Montreal because the the fans there were good. They were passionate. They showed up, and uh, they miss baseball. And it's a great market. Montreal's a great city, and it'd be a great market for baseball. I bought dinner tonight. Wait to hear what it costs. We'll talk about it after this on Camo X. About to be a great night. Really good tonight. Yeah. This is one hell of a night. Now. To late night with Hancock and Kelly on King of OX. You're gonna to want to keep it tuned to KMOX all night as we'll keep you up to date on the latest developments with the baseball labor negotiations that are taking place right now in Jupiter, Florida. I've been tracking Bob Nightingale on his Twitter account. He's the USA Today Sports Major League Baseball columnist. He's also the Odyssey MLB Radio Network Insider. Um, and as of right now, and it's what, 1040? So he's, he's the baseball equivalent of John Hancock Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Bob Nightingale would be a Hancock and Kelly baseball insider. That would be awesome. 
That would be lovely. Uh, he's sitting outside watching them walk back and forth. The most encouraging thing is that it's, uh, well, it's about an hour and a, and, uh, a quarter until midnight, and they're still going at it. Today was the deadline well, it's about put time. in place. It's about time. Uh, I mean, they've, they've had these 15-minute meetings where they look at each other and snarl and then walk away, and then one side brings in a proposal and the other side snarls and uh, they need to be, they should be, and perhaps they are getting very close now to an agreement that would bring baseball back to America and bring it back with a full 162 game season, which all of us desire. You know, the thing I'm excited about this year, I mean, I think the Cardinals will be good, but Yachty and and Wayno, yeah, they got to pitch it twenty times. Twenty right? starts, they will have the all time record for battery mates, uh, starting pitcher, starting catcher in the history, the hundred and twenty year history of baseball. That's a big deal. How many typical starts would a pitcher get in a year? Thirty, thirty. Yeah, thirty, thirty-two. I mean, it kind of depends. I mean, everything's de- the game is changing now, right? But certainly, you'd have north of twenty in a full season if you're healthy. Well, that will be healthy. a special thing to witness if it happens. Yeah, hopefully, we'll have baseball and uh, we'll have the answers that relates to that. Uh, Hancock and Kelly have kind of made a tradition of getting together on Monday evenings before we come to talk to you, good people, at eight we o'clock. Do. Um, we play a little pool together. Surprise, we surprise. We don't play snooker. I usually get my uh, uh, butt beat by my buddy. Um, we wind up having dinner, and tonight was one of my nights to buy, and uh, so we ordered up a... <laughs> Every night is one of your yeah. I got. I really feel bad. I need oh, to start whatever. doing my fair well, share. Well, you take your time. You help me on other places. Uh-huh. So, But anyway, my guy uh, and I ordered a pizza. We did. Matt, I'm going to ask you this question since you're our only audience member who has the ability to actually talk back to us right yes. now. Yes. We got an extra large pizza from one of the big national chains. Yeah. With two toppings. Two toppings. Okay. I'm going to say 25 bucks. Yes. Yes. Almost. It was $27 for a pizza. For a pizza. Wow. I feel like it was just last year that it was like 18, or 12, 17. 14. Yeah, and then it wasn't that long ago you get a pizza for 10 bucks. Right. Heck, heck, I can remember when they used to give you pizza, pizza, two pizzas for nine ninety nine. I remember that. Yeah, and now it's $27 That's for a crazy. pizza. Now, we're sounding like, sound like old people complaining about things. But this is crazy. Well, that's uh, twenty seven dollars for Biden, a pizza. That Joe Biden inflation. Oh, that's sure, it. sure. Twenty seven dollars for a pizza. Now, let me tell you, the food was delicious. It was good. It was satisfying. You know um, the best part? They got that uh, garlic butter sauce. You there. love that stuff, don't you? Oh my! I mean, you pop that thing open, and it's like golden gold. And do, do you like it when it's more clarified, or do you like it when it's kind of thick, more like a oh, sauce? Thick. I mean, you dip the crust in there, and you and you eat the crust, and then you got the garlic butter thing going on there. Uh, there's. I nothing... like the pepperoncini. The what? The pepper that comes in there. I ate the oh. pepper while you were eating the garlic. I ate the pepper. No, I don't like the pepper. You don't like peppers yeah, out of the shaker thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Uh, but let's turn our attention to Big Al. Big Al, you're on KMOX. Great show, fellas. Thank you, Big Al. Hey, uh, John, you need to have uh, Mikey pay from now on with this inflation under his guy. Yeah. You're killing us. Agreed. I mean, to tell you, Mikey, I got one word for you. I just talk baseball. Keystone. Hello. All right. So I just want to say MLB owners, um, your billionaires, they're millionaires, some of them. 
the way you treat the miners and the kids trying to come up and with all the money you're making and Jeter quits today because Marlins want to tank for the rest of the time. That's what the players are saying. Yep. Stop the madness. Play fair. You're making sick money on our backs. Take care of your product. Enough is enough. Don't be staying cranky. Shame on shame on you for taking advantage of those athletes. But Big Al, great. In fact, give that man a cigar. Big Al, thank you uh, for joining well, us. Well, the kids in baseball really do make nothing. Well, and yeah, the system thousand a year. I mean, well, no, 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 no. I'm talking about oh, when you're single leagues. A, oh, you're yeah, working yeah, your yeah, way right, up. Right, no, they make nothing. You're and correct. then all of a sudden, you do get your shot at the glory. Yeah, and they maybe, start playing. Maybe they start playing the uh, calendar game against you. Mm-hmm. Of, oh, we can wait till after this period, They'll then we can play that. them as much that, as we that can. They need to, the owners, I think, will fix that. Uh, you know, a lot of the. A lot of the debate, honestly, is over what Big Al was talking about, where these teams are voluntarily tanking, uh, and so they they get their payroll down to nothing. They got a bunch of kids on the team; they're not going to compete. And they know it, and but because of the television contracts they have and the and the merchandising. Well, they what have, teams are doing that? The Pittsburgh Pirates, good example uh, of a team that just tanks. The Miami Marlins, another good example of a team that just tanks, and. You know, that's not good for the sport. It's certainly not good for the players. And you you have this then massive imbalance in place. You know, most of the leagues have a decent level of competitiveness top to bottom. And and they all kind of aspire to that. Football's done a good job of it. Hmm. I mean, they get some dogs, clearly. But they're not dogs because the owners are purposely tanking their dogs because the teams are mismanaged. All right, we're going to try something new. We're doing this on the fly. All right. I'm going to give you, because I, you have brought to the people of St. Louis. Yes, I have. Knowledge of a game that, well, let's be honest, only people in England and China seem to care about, which is called snooker. Oh, and perhaps the finest sport. I, I uh, So I'm going to interview you for the snooker moment, which right. will give us a look back at the week that's just happened. Okay. And a look forward to the week that's just come. All right. This previous week was wow. one of the Masters that took place where? Yes, the European Masters in Milton Keynes, England. And the greatest of all time, a guy named... Ronnie O'Sullivan, the greatest Was in the final, and he was playing yes. who? He was playing Fan Zingyi. From? Uh, from China. And what was the outcome? Uh, well, Fan Zingyi, 21 years old, he'd, he'd never made it beyond a quarterfinal in his career, short career. And uh, he... Ripped through all the preliminary rounds, made it to the finals. And, of course, Ronnie O'Sullivan, who is uh, the most decorated snooker player in in the history of the sport. And they battled to the best of 19. And Mm -hmm. it was 2-2. And then Fan went up 4-2. And then there's Ronnie O'Sullivan. He comes back. Remember, we want to preview next week, too, so if you could hurry this part up. (laughs) Pretty soon, Michael, it's 9-9. We go to a decider. Right. Fan and Ronnie. And? And Fan puts in an 89 break to take the frame, take the match, take the championship. Unbelievable. All right. This coming week, where will the tour be? It's the Welsh Open, and they're in Wales. And uh, are all the big guys there? Every one of them. Jed Trump, Johnny O'Sullivan. Yes. This guy who just won in China? Fan will be there. 
And if people were wanting to follow it, where could they uh, find us? For a very small subscription, you can go on matchroom.live and you can watch all the snooker your heart can bear. And let me tell you, it's a compelling sport. That's what my guy does with his weekend. He schedules his entire life around what's happening on the snooker table. I'm Mike Kelly. That's John Hancock. We'll see you Friday at 830 in the morning right here. Keep it tuned to KMOX. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.